1: Shot clock and the game clock are dead even. And the Illini benches do not shoot it. Doesn't matter. We'll take the uh, violation here as they just about match up. 103-65. Shoots a three. Missed it. It's Sincere Harris. Just as the shot clock expired. And King Rice and Brad Underwood shake hands. The Illini with the blowout victory here. 103-65 as they lead. Wire to wire.
2: Well, that one was over quickly. Hopefully you didn't get to the game late because of dinner or something because the Illini jumped out to an 8-0 lead and never really looked back. Score 100 points for the first time this year, and they get the win over Monmouth 103-65. Welcome in. Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show here on News Talk ninety-three nine FM and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn, Mike LaTulip with you, breaking this thing down We'll hear from you in a second. First, our Rapid Reaction brought to you by Cozad Acid Management. For over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. Mike, I don't think the competition was really up to snuff tonight, but we continue to see the Illini do what we want to see them do as they get ready
3: for UCLA on Friday. Yeah, Monmouth wasn't very good. No. I mean, I think let's, let's call a spade a spade here. <laughs> um... But look, I think it's a good blend. My my reaction here is you should have some guys heading into Vegas that are confident. You know, whether that's Jaden Epps or, or Terrence Shannon or a few of these guys, man. Like Dane Danger coming in again for a third straight game and, and having a solid showing. And then I also think there's some things that you can work on mm-hmm. and you can ground these guys a little bit and not say, Hey, we won by forty, but could have been sixty. You know, like we play some of the defense. turnovers and defense. <laughs> there were some defensive lapses. And uh, are we trapping? Are we not trapping? Are we switching? Are we not switching? And. Those are things that need to be rectified because you're not going to get many chances to, uh, or I guess UCLA is not going to let you off the hook with that kind of stuff.
2: No, and we, we saw a few different wrinkles here tonight. Like you said, uh, like and Jay Nepps get uh, another one of his career highs. I guess he, he's only had three games, so that's going to keep happening for a while. Terrence Shannon Jr. gets his career high. He's been around for five years. He drops 30, and, and, and yeah... Uh, the, they'll clean up some things, get ready for, for Friday. And in these first three games, they've done what they wanted to do, 3-0, and and we'll see what's next. We want to break it down with you. Give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397, or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Fasteners, etc. Post postgame show up next.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Finding Illini Game Day coverage continues on your flagship home for fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-9397. Five three five seven. Now, your hosts for the Fasters et cetera show, Evan Kahn and Mike LaTulip.
1: Right baseline to Meyer, spin move, pass in the left corner. Shannon for three, got it. And, well, that didn't take long. Considering the other night, and Shannon with a three to start the ball game. Full court press. of the game. Here is Meyer out top Clark for three. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Sky Clark <laughs> hits the three, and the Illini are up front eight nothing. Full court press, and the Hawks just threw it away. Collins trying to catch it from his teammate at the backboard, throwing it away was Miles Rude, and King Rice wants one of the quickest timeouts. You'll see. 52 seconds into the game, eight nothing Illinois.
2: Yeah, that didn't take long there, getting a lot of people involved as well. Loved seeing the press in the first half. Added a little bit of a run and jump there as well. Hopefully we'll see that on Friday, maybe UCLA. For some turnovers with that, Illinois scores 63 first-half points on the way to a 38-point victory. Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show. Michael Tulip, Evan Kahn here with you. Give us a call. You heard the number, 217-356-9397, or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line where we go, where most of the thoughts probably are. It sounds like it was a little bit of a light crowd over there at the State Farm Center tonight, Mike. Monday night game, no banners to be dropped or anything anything like that. Yeah, so. upper bowl was sparse. Which... Expected, yeah. That those kinds of things happen. Uh, way to go, Alinite says Benny. Two one seven texter Dane. It was Duncan Epps was splashing. TSJ was the dude. Fellows were ready to take this show to Vegas. Yeah, those are those are probably the the three contenders for player of the game. All three finishing it in double figures. Dane Dange is efficient once again. Terrence Shannon leading scores for the second time in three games, and Jaden Epps. Um, we could probably start with Terrence Shannon because he he's most likely going to be our, our player of the game. And I was listening to Robbie Hummel and Trent Meachum breaking it down on BTN, waiting for for Brad to come out. And, and tonight was was his night. He he hit that three to to get things going. He was getting downhill. Nobody could really stop him on Monmouth from from a defensive standpoint. And tonight was his night. And and Jane Epps was hitting some shots. And the beauty of this team is. You can lean on those two when they're hitting shots, and a guy like Matthew Meyer or Coleman Hawkins or whatever, they can scoot to the back and they'll have six assists, three assists, two assists, like the way they were sharing the ball and getting it to the hot hand tonight.
3: Yeah, I'll start with Terrence. I think he tonight's game kind of encapsulated everything that you would have expected (laughs) from him. Drew 10 fouls, got to the free throw (laughs) line 10 times, 9 for 14 from the field, shot almost 50% from three he puts so much pressure on you defensively. And I had a I had a moment in the second half when it was getting late in the second half and he got another rebound and attacked again <laughs> and he's on the fast break and you're almost like, All right, all right, easy. <laughs> like don't let's get let's get you in, let's get you out, and let's get ready for Vegas. But he just has such a calm demeanor to him as well. For as much ferocity as he plays with, he still has this calmness to him. And I think you say that about a lot of guys on this team. Um I, I love just their disposition and and the confidence that they play with and look all this stuff is is going to continue to to mold together uh, as as the season goes on and I know you can't learn a ton from these first three games but look wins are wins and you win them in convincing fashion and I I, you know the energy that the ball had tonight I think maybe Brad mentioned that Mm -hmm. in in the post game was a, a step above what we saw against UMKC where it was just one pass and take a shot they were they were going from good to great right we can get a good shot what's the great shot and I think that's that's one of the things you want to see because against UCLA look and I'll point out Matthew Meyer here against Monmouth against UMKC against Eastern Illinois there's certain guys on the floor that can generate shots that maybe they won't be able to generate Mm -hmm. in some of these other games against bigger opponents longer opponents and I actually think for Matthew Meyer these are like the worst games for him because all these other guys are are obviously getting shots up. And Matthew, I think has been, you know, he didn't press as much as he did tonight uh, in terms of forcing his own shot. Mm -hmm. But I do think in these games against UCLA and Baylor or Virginia, he's a guy that can generate those shots. So I think in a weird way, I think he actually might get more looks in those games just because you're not going to have as many lanes or early shots in, in the shot clock. So, um. very encouraged, and I will say this. I'm not going to take credit for the stat that I'm about to say you and I were talking about before the break, but Terrence Shannon drew 10 fouls tonight. He has committed zero fouls this season. I don't even know how that's possible. And, and it's not like he's just standing there. They're switching one through five. they They're He's getting into guys defensively. That's, that's called being a fifth-year senior and, and knowing what you can do defensively and not getting overextended, not over-pursuing, and that's an extremely impressive stat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, in a night where that that's something that that's kind of crept up more, more in the first half of the first couple games in this one. Again, guys getting in foul trouble. I think Sky's gotten two early fouls in each of the, the first three yep. games, and, and he, he got it going there for a little bit. Maybe we'll, we'll play that when him yeah. and Danger had had the two-man game going, and then he gets in foul trouble. Meyer's been in foul trouble, and, and Shannon's the the one guy which, which is good. Uh, apparently, he still hasn't hit 30 minutes in a game yet. Something that yeah. that we probably will will see on Friday. So uh, if guys can stay out of foul trouble, that'll be good. And I I had an oh yeah, I was just gonna look at Meyer's stat line here. He he only ended up with two assists, three boards, and three points. But I I thought he had a lot of hockey assists. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the the sequence it was, but th- there was probably 12, 13 passes. It touched corner to corner, top of the key, high post. It was moving around and it finally found somebody at the top for a three, and that was probably the best possession of the game.
3: Yeah, and you could see, too, the opening possession for Illinois. Before you go out and take the floor, coach is going to draw up something. The play was drawn up for Matthew Meyer, and he did the same thing coming out in the second half. They ran this little wedge action. So, the wedge action you have a player in the corner who basically cuts across in front of the ball to set a screen. And then Matthew Meyer kind of curls over the top. They throw it into the long post, and that's how he was able to turn and throw that drift pass to Terrence Shannon for the three mm-hmm. to start the game. Ran the same action in the second half, and then one of the first couple plays, uh, even after that, they ran this horns action. Horns flare, you know, they flare Matt Meyer. The you know the idea is to get him a look or get him ripping with his right hand. So um, you can tell with these guys, you know, what they see in practice, who they draw their plays up for. There's a lot of Terrence Shannon. There's a lot of Matthew Meyer, and I think water is going to find its level with with Matt. And I, mm-hmm. I just like the fact in watching him, you know, being that close now, being at the game, I can see these guys and their reactions when they come to the bench. Cause that's what I really like watching is if you're struggling and you, somebody comes in points at you, you're coming out. Matthew Meyer just, you know, he, he's very businesslike, even when he's struggling, he's coming out and uh, he's just nodding his head. He's high five and he's standing up, he's clapping on the bench and, and that goes a long way. It sounds cliche, but it really does go a long way. And uh, I'm excited to see him get going. And then one thing I did want to touch on was Sky. You you mentioned him coming in when Monmouth played that big number thirty three, uh, <laughs> last name I believe is Sanhu. They had to go at him every time. I watched I watched Monmouth's game against Virginia the the game oh, before yeah, yeah. this, and that game blew open when that guy checked in. Nothing against the kid, but look when he's gonna go in that drop coverage. Terrence came off the first time and took a three, and I think that's what Brad was upset about because even I was sitting in the stands. I'm like, you gotta go, like you gotta go on him. You got to either put pressure on him at the basket, and that's exactly what Sky did. And I think you, know, you start to see the trust that's being developed between Brad Underwood and, and Sky. Like, hey, I can depend on you. We can give the ball to you. And same thing with Jaden Epps. But you know, Sky, your starting point guard, probably going to be in there to close games too. Mm-hmm. He's just been so steady. So yeah, they they had to attack number thirty three there. Not to not to call him out by name here on radio, but yeah. it's it's what one. I shouldn't say it's what one Virginia of the game. They won by forty, but it's what blew this one open too. Mm-hmm. Just attacking those matchups.
2: Yeah, it's good that that you know find the weakness, attack it. Even if it's lesser competition, you got to do that. A lot of maturity on this team, like you said, from from the the fifth year seniors down to the freshmen, just looking like they belong. Again, they should look like they belong. They're, they're yeah. top hundred recruits against lower competition, but there, there have been freshmen before who who don't show up and just look. I mean, they they look like sophomores or juniors like they've been there and and done this sort of thing. So, uh, a lot of reaction on the text line here. A text from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Love this team. Realize the competition has not been great, but bring on Vegas. We'll see where we stack up. Think this team can be dangerous in march yeah i i I mean this is a a work in progress and and they're still they're they're showing signs and 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 there's going to be some cracks and and i i don't want to curb people's enthusiasm because i'm looking at friday as a win but these are some good teams that they're going to face this weekend some some high-end teams i i haven't really dug into ucla but i i mean they're they're legit So Illinois might take some lumps, but uh, you you could see the athleticism. Some love for Dane Danger, footwork, athleticism, finishing, go Illini. Uh, Thank you, Jacob. Uh, Coach mentioned fouls drawn as a stat that they look at. Is that tracked anywhere online? I don't think so. It's more of an internal thing. You kind of, I mean, you can look at, you know fouls that that the other teams commit today they, yeah. they drew 21 sadly illinois committed 23 fouls so goes back to that but but when they're playing the defense force and 24 turnovers you can take some things like that oh uh, let's do one more text before we name our mx electrifying player of the game big thumbs up to the dj for playing danger zone when dane made a bucket to make it 100 the dj at, at the state farm center is pretty pretty bomb i think it, you made the comment when you went to a game last year you're like this is kind of like an nba arena they're they're playing music in in between dead balls
3: yeah. you know it's it's very lively the State Farm Center way more than it used I, to be. I do like the almost like walk-up songs that they do for starting lineups mm-hmm. now. So instead of just playing, you know, it's always like the Kanye West power <laughs> instrumental that just plays in the background when somebody's doing starting lineups. But now each guy has their own song. I think that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I don't know if that's nuanced or if that's yeah. done in other places. I haven't seen it done in other places. Yeah,
2: I think they I think they started it last year maybe. Oh, did they? Huh. But, yeah, and started out California love with Sky Clark. That's a that's yeah, a pretty I mean, good way to get things going. Um, and Devin keeps on saying, worried a little bit about Meyer. Still seems to be adjusting. Excited to see how we stack up this weekend, win or lose. We'll learn a, quite a bit about this team that we will, and we'll get into what this weekend has more in store in this game as well but our mx electrifying player of the game is pretty obvious mx electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project and remember relax call max he topped his career high once again we've it's been a lot of the opening segment talking about him Terrence Shannon Jr. 30 points 8 boards, 4 assists playing defense as well we'll throw that in this highlight as well as he gets the MX electrifying player of the game
1: now back to Shannon Shannon drives into the paint, layup got it Wow, Shannon attacking the rim now to Clark, cross-court. Oh, a bomb by Shannon. Good! 23 feet out. Shannon on the right wing. And the Alani are blitzing the Hawks. 31-11. The Alani with a full-court press. Bounce pass to Collins. Now to Foster. Runs over Shannon. And an offensive foul.
2: That's completely unedited. The guy goes down, shoots mm-hmm. a 25-foot bomb. That could have been his first foul right there if they called a block. Instead, he's in position. He yep. takes the charge. Terrence Shannon Jr., 8 of 10 from the free throw line, 4 of 9 from deep. He gets our MX electrifying player of the game. 30 points in 23 minutes. That's that's pretty...
3: I mean, shoot, he had 21 and 13 minutes mm-hmm. to, to start in the in game. The first half. Yeah, I, I looked up. He would cr- he crossed the 20-point threshold of, like with 8 minutes left before the under-8 media. So, like to see it. We've got more
0: coming up here on the Faster Is This post Postgame Show. The conversation about today's game continues... On the Fasteners, etc. post game show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217 356 9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217 351 5357.
1: Rebound to Meyer of Illinois. Outlet Clark. Down the lane goes Sky for the layup. Flex on him, baby. Strong move as he penetrates That the Big pass. Ten body, fast break the other way. Fuga tied up by Melendez. And Clark across the timeline. Guarded in the man-to-man pressure by Ruth. Gets a pick. Back to Danger. Give it go. Got the layup. Pretty two-man game. Clark and Danger, who has four. Clark against the man-to-man right elbow. Bounce pass to Danger. Pretty pass. And a layup with six on
2: the pretty feed by Sky Clark. Yeah, there's that two-man game that they had working there. Danger finishes, again, an efficient seven of nine from the floor for 15 points. Sky Clark, I really like his game and his limited action that we've seen here so far. Seven points, two of two from the field, including an early three, six dimes, only two turnovers. And the fouls, those are the only things that are getting him. And that's what I like about the freshmen. We know that Brad Underwood's not going to bring in guys and let guys play that don't want to play defense. But again, you don't typically see freshmen coming in and playing the, the kind of defense that Epps and Rogers. Rogers, another one of the guys who, who's trying to find how to play in this defense without fouling. But
3: you just like the, the intensity that they bring from that end. Yeah, and when you're surrounded by good defenders, it's sink or swim right you're either going to be the guy that you know, gets in on it or or you're going to be the guy that sticks out like a sore thumb so that's that's what I'm most impressed with with these guys how they've been able to you know step up be mature and I keep going back to their demeanor and their disposition and um I think that's kind of what's going to translate you know you're going to have ups and downs throughout the season but you know these guys are seem to be uh I don't know. I, they give me just a, a calming vibe mm-hmm. when when I watch them. They're not, you know, they don't freak out. They're not too high, too low, and I don't know. So really like that about them.
2: Hasn't been a whole lot of panic. Another reason why I'm really looking forward to this weekend, seeing what they can bring. The calls are coming in. If you want to give us a ring 217-356-9397, I let my phone screener go because I thought you guys were going to bed. So it's a one man operation. I'll get you as I can. I see you on there, Simeon. But first, we're gonna go to Finney, who is at the game. He's from Springfield. What are your thoughts, (laughs) Finny?
4: Hey, so Madoni and I are on our way back to Springfield, but I was you were talking about the freshman. I gotta tell you, Epps is a bucket. he's <laughs> He's gonna be fun to watch and it'll be fun to watch grow on defensive side of of the ball, too. But I mean, the, the the freshman class, I'm really thrilled with what I see Sear Harris as well. I think that kid is gonna be a trouble trouble for people. He reminds me of uh, uh, you know back when Kendall Gill was a freshman, long lean disruptive on defense. He's going to grow. Uh, hell, Ty Rogers, you know what you're going to get. Defense, defense, defense. we got to get him more on the offensive side of things, but uh, you know, I don't worry about Sky. Sky's going to do just fine. And The last point I want to make, no, no worries at all about TJ, uh, I'm sorry, about uh, RJ Melendez. He's going to come along just fine because he's a stud, and so is, uh, so is Hawkins. Hawkins is you know, he, he played a little bit without confidence today, but I think that guy, he's going to have a big year for us. I'll leave it to you guys.
2: Yeah, thanks for the call, Finney. And, and, and yeah, I, I mean, the, the this might be the best freshman class that, that Brad Underwood has brought in since he's been here. The fact that they're all four playing right away at, at a high level kind of shows that. And the fact that R.J. Melendez really hasn't clicked yet Coleman Hawkins went off game one, but he's kind of drifted off, and, and Illinois still went in by 30, 40 points. So it shows the, the depth of this team, and, and yeah, guys that, that I'm not worried about either.
3: Yeah, and look, the one guy we really haven't mentioned in that freshman class tonight is Ty Rogers, and he played more minutes than anybody <laughs> with 28 minutes. And that that's the type of guy that you can have out there. You know he's going to guard. He's a connector. It, it's very much like Jacob Grandison where – you end up seeing how many minutes he's playing in a game because the ball moves through him on the offensive end. They can put him at point guard. They can bring him off of ball screens. Um, he, he has no trouble with really anybody on the defensive end, and he rebounds. And And if you check all those boxes, I always mention, is the list longer to keep you on the floor or take you off the floor? <laughs> and if it's longer to keep you on the floor, you're going to see yourself on the floor. So, and, and for the rest of these guys with RJ and Coleman and and – you know this is going to be the story for this team. I think TJ is going to get the most consistent looks and opportunities just based off his aggressiveness and and just how this offense is structured, but beyond that it's going to be up and down for a lot of these guys mm-hmm. in the box in the box score and they have to be okay with that. Like they have to be okay with you know and I'll say this Coleman 23 points in the opener, 6th to follow it up against UMKC. And I'm sitting there watching. He was patient. He, you know, he looked good. I I didn't think he looked okay with that tonight. Mm-mm. I'll say that. Like, I think he got talked to a few times on the, on the sideline. Like, it, you know, it's going to be hard because these guys, they all want to produce, and they're all capable of producing. But you have to keep the main goal the main goal, and that's mm-hmm. to win the game and move on to the next one because you're going to be counted on in these moments you know, it may not be this game, but it may be the next game. So if you're not ready for that, then you let everybody down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's that's going to be the the kind of internal battle I think they face because they're also capable. Uh, but, you know, the leaders in that locker room, and you know the staff will do a good job, but the leaders in that locker room have to be really, really solid, pulling guys along, making sure that everybody's kind of rowing in the same direction. Back to the fan line, two one seven three
2: five six nine three nine seven. Lindy's here in Champaign. What are your thoughts, Lindy?
5: Um, I'm going to need help with the name and I should not forget it, but I would just like to compare this class of newcomers, uh, of newcomers to the, uh, class of, I believe it was 0203. I have Epps similar to D Brown, Sky Clark to Darren Williams, uh, Harris similar to Luther, Dane Danger, similar to Augie. And what's the other freshman? The rebounding machine. Ty Ty Rogers. And Ty Rogers, similar to uh, Powell. He wasn't a freshman then, but similar to Powell. And that five-player system, um, that's the closest thing I've seen to what we were able to bring in that year. And then you add in with this season the transfers of Mayer and Shannon. And, I mean, Shannon's clearly a All-American, if not a Player of the Year potential individual with the talent that he has. And it's just nice to sit back and watch the athleticism. And that, that's not even counting R.J. Melendez, uh, Coleman Hawkins, and when we get Goody back. Um, this squad is just, you know, granted, we're playing Monmouth. I mean, it is what it is. But they did what they should do, and they went out and put up a hundred points and beat them by what forty plus. And it's just it's exciting to see. And, and the last time I felt this excitement, and I think a lot of other people probably feel the same way, despite you know the Kobe uh, era that we had there. Um, but team wise and the way the guys play, I see a very similar a group of freshmen and then add in the other talent with what we had in those years. And I, we're a problem for a lot of teams in this country.
2: That's for sure. I'm. I'll I'll be interested. Still haven't got to to see a whole lot of Big Ten teams play, but this isn't a a typical Big Ten team. I'll be interested to see how other teams try to deal with this Illinois team. And Mike and I weren't around for the flying Illini, and that 0405 team is yeah. I mean, arguably one of the best college basketball teams of all time. But I, I think this this team is more athletic than that team was, um, in in a different
3: sort of way. But uh, I think if you remember that 0405 team was ahead of its time in terms yeah. of the pace that they played with the amount of threes that they took they would almost be a team that you could extrapolate to this era of college basketball and they they'd probably do just as well mm-hmm. which is which is pretty incredible to to think about because some of those other teams that were very big dom- dominant um, in the early 2000s mm-hmm. probably wouldn't do as well this you know and we've seen that the past couple <laughs> years so
2: Thanks for the call, Lindy. You can ring us in. People staying up late here on the Fasteners, etc., game show. Simeon's staying up late. It's, it's actually after midnight for him out there on the East Coast, but we want to get your thoughts in. Hey, Simeon.
6: Hey, I wanted to uh, call in. I know I'll be uh, sucking wind tomorrow, but I, I wanted to call in. <laughs> Mike, I apologize. I didn't recognize you last week when I called in. I, I, I hear your uh, Barry White going on today. I hope you feel better if you're under feeling under the weather.
3: Oh no, I'm but, good. I'm good. When it gets a little late when it gets a little late, I don't I don't know what it is. The voice the voice drops deeper, I get the little baritone going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the I, Barry I
2: White. It. I like it.
6: <laughs> yeah, I um I'm excited about this team. Um I um I I think an important player for us. Uh, will be uh, Matthew, and I just keep rooting for him, hoping that he's going to come along. But, you know, I've heard all of the different things, so I just want to be patient with that. And uh, I still think RJ is pressing a little bit, and I, I hope he'll come along as well. But this team, I think, is more like that um, uh, that flying and line eye team than any other team uh, with all of that athleticism. And then uh, I think they got a lot of a uh, large uh, margin of error. Um, mm-hmm. I, I hope when we play uh, Baylor on Friday, we'll clean up the, the turnovers. But um, I, I think we can. Uh, we, we got a, a, a larger margin because of because of all of that athleticism. And to um, um, so what Mike said earlier, it, it's going to be like popcorn. It's this guy's night tonight. That guy's night tonight um i'm glad to see uh Epps have another night in a row uh but uh, i am just excited to see what this team can do and i mean i mean uh i look forward to the u c l a game and um uh, i think we'll be a handful for them i know that they're higher ranked um but with uh if we play good defense and uh I'm pretty sure they're gonna come to play like they did in the secret scrimmage so um uh, let's see what happens over
2: the weekend. Yeah, it's it's shaping up to to be in a, uh, a a good contest, and and I think that athleticism is what lends to everybody's optimism about really matching up with anybody. Mm-hmm. Because when you can switch one through five, you can guard one through five, you can play five out, you can bring in Dane Danger. Uh, I mean, this team can can win and play well in a multiple
3: multiple ways. And Seaman, you made a really good point about the margin for error. That's something that. That I wanted to touch on because look, it, you know, there's going to be games this year where this team does turn it over 16 to 18 times. 16 to 18 turnovers for that team last year would have been a death sentence, <laughs> just because there's not enough possessions. Uh, they and, and, and quite frankly, they don't get enough of those back in, in terms of turnovers and forcing turnovers on the other end. And and that's that's what this team does. This team, although they turn it over, you know, whatever it was, 18 times tonight. Twenty-three yeah, they percent today. Yeah, they took it 24 times from. From Monmouth, so you're able to generate, and then the offensive rebounds as well. If you you're plus six on the on the offensive glass and uh, plus six in the turnover battle, so you're generating more possessions for yourself, and uh, that really wasn't the case last year, and that's why so much of what last year's team did was was tied to shooting. Mm -hmm. You know, either they shot it well or they didn't, and that typically could determine the outcome of the game depending on how they defended. Thanks for calling, as always, Simeon. We'll we'll see if you can hang late with us on Friday night
2: as we do the Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show after the UCLA game. Um, Still some texts here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. We'll get to those. We'll leave the phone lines open as well here on the Late Night Fasteners, et cetera,
7: postgame show. It's the fine line between being aggressive and and being overly aggressive, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know you still have to read situations. We try to play offense with great pace, right. and and uh, uh, you got to make decisions with 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 that pace. And I know we're going to have a few. Um, the ones I don't like are when the ball becomes stagnant and we yeah. and we dribble into gaps and they're 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 filled, and and or we try to do something that is. You know, just off kilter, and I mean, it's it's not out of what we do, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but we're we're living with some of those, and and we'll 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 hopefully get some of those cleaned up, and you know, a lot of times we get some different lineups at the end of the game, and we'll have four or five, and you know, that kind of skew Excuse that number a little number.
2: bit. You got to play with pace, but not out of control in Illinois. They certainly played with pace today, 103 points, 1.33 points per per possession as they blow out Monmouth 103-65. Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show here with Mike and Evan. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357, or call us, fan line, 217-356-9397. 21 assists on 37 baskets a lot of that coming in the first half only missed one shot inside the arc in the first half that was <laughs> pretty pretty awesome as well I think they shot it like 60 percent from three yeah 69 of 15 in the first half from deep and the the offense was clicking there in the first half and I think what he was talking about you, you saw early in the second half there was a lot of pass shoot pass shoot i think he called a timeout 2 or 3 minutes mm-hmm. there into the first half and <laughs> said guys this isn't what got us here and, and we'll get back and, and that's what they did and they started moving the the ball a little better and and that comes back to to guys having the talent to think that they can just you know take it and score and sometimes they can but this i mean there's so much talent that that if they move the ball and they trust in the system that that they're going to find great shots
3: and it's tempting it's tempting <laughs> in those types of games where you feel like you can get any shot you want. And you're like, all right, well, I have an open three. I might as well just take this open three. But it's it's not just about the monmouth game, right? You want to start building good habits because you're going to get to this UCLA game and that one pass shot isn't going to be there. So how are you, you know, maneuvering your way throughout the offense? And I actually I I want to give credit to a lot of these guys. I think, you know, Sky in particular does such a good job of playing off two feet mm-hmm. when he drives and the ability to go in to land on two feet and then to be under control and make those decisions that's part of the reason why he's, why he had six assists tonight was he was able to get in get off of two feet suck the defense in and you know, spray it out to these guys to to make shots and then him and Dane in the pick and roll in the first half like I think he just does such a good job, Sky, that is, at just kind of reading what's required on the possession. And, you know, you saw Brad a couple of times yelling at him to go and get the ball. You need to go and get the ball. <laughs> you know, when when things are kind of going awry, I think he wants the ball in, in, in Sky's hand to kind of set the table. And that speaks volumes. You're three, you're three games into your freshman season, you already got your... Your coaches trust. It's big time.
2: Yeah, it, it, there there are questions about who the point guard is, and, and I think as long as he stays on the floor and, and his body feels up to it, I think he's it, still getting Ka- into shape. Like, yeah, Sky's going to be yeah. that that guy that they're going to put the ball in his hands. Terrence Shannon can can do it as well, mm-hmm. but
3: when you want want to run a and stack, Ty can do it. That's Ty th- can it, do it. So yeah. I mean, look over the years, even when Iowa would go when Iowa would go down. Or if Bella was out, mm-hmm. the ball handling got thin. Like that just wasn't DeMonte's strong suit. It wasn't really Jake's strong suit. So if you didn't have Trent and Bella was out most of the time last year, it got tough to find anybody that could really draw two defenders and create easy looks. It's what Indiana struggled with over the years mm-hmm. when they didn't have Xavier Johnson, although he's sporadic as well. You know, they don't have guys that can go in. Rod Finnessy wasn't that type of guy. So this Illinois team you know, if Sky's in foul trouble. And you saw it tonight, it felt like everybody on that team had two fouls in the first half. (laughs) Everybody came out and then it's like we got this guy can handle it, Terrence. We got this guy, Ty. You know, and 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 that's such a luxury because there's gonna be moments during the season, whether by injury or foul trouble, that you're gonna need these guys to to be able to set the table for your offense. So that was big time. You just you know, Terrence was able to drive the lane, drop it off for the easy looks for Ty Rogers for the dunk in the first half. Just I don't know. They were it was it was fun to see, and I'm I'm literally watching the highlights right now up on the TV <laughs> where you got Sky with the drift past the apps, and I don't know, I I just I really like the way a lot of these freshmen play because they're they're mature beyond their years. Well, and we got a texture that that says,
2: kind of what, what we've been discussing here. It, there, there's so much talent here. How do you keep everybody engaged and yeah. happy? And no, it's a real make thing. Su- make sure and yeah, when you because we were talking about it, and and yeah, this lineup probably will get tightened at, at some point, but you imagine Luke Goody's going to get added back in yeah. here at some time yeah. and even if Sincere Harris is that guy that drops off, Dane Dange going to see serious minutes. Ty Rogers, like you said, just because he does so many things so well. Yep. We saw Demonte Williams play 20 minutes a night as a freshman. Why? Because he could do everything yep. except for, you know, score. But there's other guys on the floor that can score, so Ty Rogers is going to see minutes. Jay Nepps, it might be that microwave off the bench. We, we've been wondering who's going to be providing the minutes or the the points as far as a 6 man goes and, and Jay Nepps 21 points in 23 minutes and, and I think most of those actually came and you know he was 8 of 12 shooting he's just yeah. very efficient. I mean there's a, a lot of a lot of guys that need minutes but not a lot of minutes to well, go around.
3: Look, this is what the Kentucky's what the you know Dukes this is what they deal with on a year to year basis. <laughs> I go back you go back to 2014-2015 with that Kentucky team that was undefeated up until the the final four when Wisconsin knocked them off. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is the number one pick in the draft. He averaged 10 and seven.
2: <laughs> Cause he played like,
3: like cause it was Devin night. Booker yeah. and there was and there, all these guys in the team. That's what this is going to be this year. And, and, and what these guys have to understand is, you know, the NBA and whatever your future draft prospects or pro prospects look like it's about the type of player you are. Mm-hmm. It's less about the production. There's plenty of guys over the years that have gone to the numbers. NBA. I mean, Garrett Temple was a guy that played at LSU and you go like if you're if you're truly into this post game show right now, Google Garrett Temple at <laughs> LSU's stats and, you know, he was like 7 and 5 his senior year <laughs> at LSU, but he had the body, he could defend. He's a good shooter. Like, those are the types of things you need. Just be a basketball player, and everything else will fall into place. Don't try to micromanage your own output and stats and like that, because you're going to drive yourself insane mm-hmm. trying to do that, because you're going to get in foul trouble in a game. And you're going to, so are you winning or are you not winning? That's really what it comes down to. And for this team, that has to be the main focus, because like we talk about, we'll, we'll beat it like a dead horse. I, this team is going to have guys every single night. Terrence will be, you know, Terrence will be up there, mm-hmm. obviously, but it's going to ping pong between guys of who's stepping up because who gets a who, who gets the looks in the game, who gets to the line. That's that's all going to fluctuate, and and they got to be okay with that. Yeah, matchups are, are going to change drastically oh, over yeah. these next three weeks when, yep. when you start facing. The rotation's going to shrink. Uh, you're you're going to see some attrition here. There's going to be guys that that drop off and and are put into, you know lesser minutes and how are they dealing with that and look i think the staff is is equipped to to handle that mm-hmm. and this is where the, the leadership on this team that we've been talking about all season this is where it's going to come into play and like terrence him being the guy that's that's really that that pillar of consistency he he's gonna have to be a guy that that leads a little bit mm-hmm. and pulls guy pulls guys in the right direction uh, 801 texter
2: great to see the Early season games, tons of talent and depth, guaranteed to bring wild excitement and devastating losses for months. Already suckered in for the duration. Again, buckle up, <laughs> buckle up, Buckaroo! Welcome to another college basketball season. Is what TCU went down tonight? Uh, we have Oregon's. I think lost twice. They've lost at least once. Yep. Um, Tennessee went down
3: last night. Uh, it's it's crazy. And how about Colorado losing to Grambling? Yeah, and then beating Tennessee by twelve <laughs> in Nashville—just insane. You never know what can happen, especially this time of year
2: or in December. Yeah, or because January preseason, or, preseason rankings.
3: I mean, they don't mean anything, especially now because there's not a whole lot yeah. of from year to year. Yeah, you don't know what team is what. I mean, I mean, UNC was on the ropes. They're the number one team in the country on the ropes with Charleston the other night. Mm-hmm. And look, and I, I have my own thoughts about North Carolina. <laughs> Like, you, we do this every year. This is a, a separate quick tangent, Evan, I promise. <laughs> we do this every year where we f- we we get so caught up in what a team did for three weeks in March. It's It was UCLA last year. Yeah. Two years ago, they're a 10 seed. A 10 a, a first, seed. A first four game, yeah. First four game, <laughs> 10 seed that makes it to the final four. And we ranked them second in the preseason. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, they returned everyone. They brought everybody like, back. The yep. ten seed returned everyone. Yeah, and we ranked them second preseason, and they have somewhat of a disappointing year, it, you know, given the standards of a preseason number two. Mm-hmm. And then you get an eight seed like UNC last year, who was disappointing in some areas and returned virtually everybody because they, you know, and then they have this this good three week stretch in March, and you're like, yeah, it's the number one team in the country. And I, I don't get why we do it. And I think UNC is going to get knocked off here early in one of these non-conference games, and it's going to self-correct. But I don't know. That's my that's my tangent. I get worked up about that stuff.
2: No, I I. I, I. I have no idea how it's going to shake out. Uh, as far as, yeah, just because so much talent has moved around. Like you yeah. said, may, in, in years past, it would be easier to to just plop UNC and UCLA into those spots. But, yeah. s- I mean, Illinois. Illinois is a completely different team than last year, and I think you could argue that this team is better than, than last year's
3: team. Yeah, I, I mean, you could argue with preseason 23 compared to some of these other teams. Yeah. That they may be under. I don't want to get into, like, they're under-ranked. We're like, you know, the AP screwing us. But, um, but look, like there's proven college basketball players, there's and part of it too is a nod to what Brad's done and the staff has done over the years where it doesn't matter, like we're gonna find ways to win games. I mean, last year how many injuries did they have and found a way to win a league title? That's I think that's part of what you know, changing the I don't want to say narrative, but these voters, when they vote, they think they see the shield, right? Like they see the logo and there's a certain connotation that comes with, <laughs> with that. What feeling does it give you? Or you're like, I don't know. like or you're like, hey, Illinois, like that that logo to voters I think looks different than it did five years ago. Yep. And I think you give you give a a program like this the benefit of the doubt, even when they reload. Yeah. Even when they completely over like turn over their roster. Baylor gets that, that nod, Michigan 100%. Michigan still gets that nod. Yep. Um
2: Yeah, some teams are like that. Glad to see Illinois getting back in there. Let's pick out our Tapman's Towing play of the game. Car won't start after the game. Call 217-328-2424 for the most trusted roadside service in downstate Illinois. Tapman's Towing, or you can visit them online at com. This thing got blown open pretty early, so there wasn't necessarily a, a, a shifting play and the opening sequence was pretty big, and I like the two-man sequence that we had with, with
3: Danger and Clark. But, it got loud. It got uh, loud there pretty early. When, uh, when RJ stole the inbounds pass and laid it in, I was like, felt like the Big Ten Championship.
2: Yeah, so, so I, I figure – what are the two loudest plays that, that I have? They're typically dunks, right? Yeah. So, so we're going to go with uh, the Terrence Shannon feed to Rogers yep, for the yep. dunk, and, and the Coleman Hawkins steal and slam for our Tapman's Towing plays of the game.
1: In between the circles, dribble drive for number zero down the lane, across the lane to Rogers for the hammer slam. There to go, Rogers. Slams it in. 79 42 Illinois. Here's a steal by Hawkins from Foster. Hello with a hey, slam. Fella, the Hawk is flying, baby. Yeah, the Hawk against the Hawks.
2: Both of them two hand slams, I think, as well. So throwing them down with authority. Love how comfortable Ty Rogers is looking. I think Hawkins looked better in the second half. That play a big part of it. Illinois wins 103 65. Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show.
0: It's the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Shannon to Epps,
1: swinging left side to Harris. Back to Epps, right corner to Shannon. Pass inside, Rodgers, out top, Epps, pass to Harris, three ball, got Uh, it. A beautiful ball movement, Harris with his first points of the game. Master class on how to move the ball.
2: Yeah, I thought I saved that one. Sounded like everybody touched the ball on that possession, touching all the corners. Sincere Harris hits the three. Still haven't got to see him finish a dunk yet, but Sincere Harris goes two for three from deep, finishes with six points. As the Align, I went at 103.65 back here at Fasteners instead of a post game show with Evan and Mike. You heard Gene there with the numbers if you're staying up late with us. And I I meant to actually, I mean, that was a a great highlight nonetheless, but I I wanted to play my Jaden Epps highlight as well just because he scored. 21 points here. What, what did he have the other night? 13, I, I think, after not really doing a whole lot the the opening night. But he's uh he, he's a guy who I, I think is going to do that a lot this year. He's going to play 15 minutes, and you're going to look up, and he's got 15 points in that amount of time.
3: You know what, um, as I'm looking at the box score right now, you know what that line looks like? That looks like an Alfonso Plummer stat line. <laughs> you go 8 for 12, 5 for 9 for 3, 0 rebounds, 1 assist, 0 turnovers, that's a, I mean, hes paying homage, I'm sure, to <laughs> to founds plumber.
2: Well, he's taking care of the ball. I like how he can create his own shot as well as yeah. you know catching it off the pass and shooting it. And he did both of those today. He's,
3: he's getting dangerously close to the Xavier Simpson hook shot uh, on some of those drives with his right hand. <laughs> yeah, but his, his feathery touch you driving with those floaters. So I don't know. He, he can score in different ways. And look, you have guys on this team that can facilitate and do different things. Having a guy like that off the bench who's just kind of a microwave, that's that's a huge asset. So it's going to be a, a battle for
2: minutes here as the rotation tightens up, the competition gets better. But seeing a, a lot of good things out of everybody here. In the first three games, let's uh, pick out our keys to the game. Brought to you by Game Day Spirit, the best selection of University of Illinois apparel is at game day spirit and brought to you by hickory point bank um not not a whole lot of uh,
3: things to key on
2: here but what were your keys to this win
3: yeah i think brad touched on it after the game just continuing to move the ball throughout the offense and and finding those good to great shots and this team's getting better that i think even from game one to to today i think they're starting to gel a little bit more. I think you're seeing guys a little bit more confident in, in their roles, and those roles will continue to get defined. But I, I really like what, what I'm seeing. And, and again, another key is how many easy looks can we generate. You force 24 turnovers. You get to the line 20 times and 10 of those from Terrence Shannon. <laughs> I think he's just going to continue to apply so much pressure on these opposing defenses and and quite frankly, you know the the luxury of that is not only just going to shoot free throws, but putting guys in foul trouble. I mean, you got to think most teams are going to have arguably their best defender on Terrence. Mm-hmm. If mean, you can eliminate a guy like that with two fouls early, or you know even get him, you know, because you have a decision to make, right? You're either going to foul him and put yourself at the risk of going to sit down, or you're not going to foul him, and he's probably going to be right at the front of the rim. <laughs> so a guy like that man I, they just haven't had anyone like this Mm-mm. with that combination of size and skill and i i mean i got i had people text me all over the big 10 tonight you know one of my one of my buddies does a, does a lot with ohio state he's like god why do i like watching this illinois team so much <laughs> they're fun man They're fun.
2: They're super athletic. I'll I'll go to the defensive side. I I, I like the the press in the early, and I I like how it kept them engaged. And that was forcing a a lot of the turnovers, and it was forcing Monmouth out out of their sets. And I think that's something that... there's just not a whole lot of teams pressing anymore nowadays, and especially when you've got six five to to six ten across the board with seven foot wing spans, and and now they're starting to trap a little bit. And as I think Coleman figures that out a, a little bit, he was playing a little more chase there th- than I think that they were looking for. But um, that that defense is, is reminiscent of what they wanted to do when Brad first got here. Now they've got the yeah, players. Yeah, they didn't to have the it. guys. They yeah. just, they
3: just didn't. They have the guys and they have the length and now you, know, you got to take it a step further as well because look pressing isn't easy even when you do have the length mm-hmm. and getting matched up out of a press is even harder and I think that's where they're continuing to learn you mm-hmm. saw a couple times broke down a little bit they get a three on the back side or you know the ball gets behind the defense a little bit so it's good to have those moments and be able to put that on film and I think those guys will will rectify it because you got a a really really good point guard that you're going up against on Friday and Tiger Campbell and he's a guy he's, he takes care of it. He, this isn't his first time seeing a press, <laughs> and they got guys on the backside where if they do beat you down the floor, they're better athletes, they're better shooters. So look, I, I know we talk about ad nauseum how much we're, we're excited about this test, but and I don't want I don't want to put this as like. Hey, this UCLA game is going to be the barometer for the rest of the season because you're talking about a team that's been together, you know, besides Johnny Juzang basically moving on. I mean, Mm -hmm. most of that team has been together since, you know, that run that they made. And now you got this crew of guys that have played four games together plus a secret scrimmage. So if they can come out and win, you feel pretty good. (laughs) But look, I mean, if UCLA ends up winning this game, you can't, I mean, depending on how it happens, I guess. I mean, you can't get too discouraged about it. Yeah. We'll 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 see what comes,
2: but through three games, looks like Illinois is building something here. Those are our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our champaign Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested and by game day spirit. Coming up to the end, if you got some final thoughts here on this Illinois win on the Fasteners, etc. post game show.
7: Yeah, and it was so so quick. I you know, I mean I looked up and I, I mean he had you know, 15, six or seven minutes in, it seemed like, and and, uh, but he is a handful. And and the first thing I look at in his stat line is fouls drawn, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he gets going downhill, and he is very very hard to handle, and he's so strong at two hundred twenty pounds, and and um, you know elite athleticism. So, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, it's why he's one of the best players in the country, and and uh, we saw that uh, tonight.
2: Here's head coach Brad Underwood on his senior Terrence Shannon going for a career high 30 points here tonight. Tried to get him out of high school, but like in Step Brothers, better yet, we got him when he's a fifth year senior. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here with Mike and Evan. And I, I don't remember which one it was, but like you said, it's, it's fun seeing him play. And I don't want to say that he's a direct comp to Io, but like when you see him running the break, it's not quite like the long gazelle-like strides that Io does. And I think Brian said it during the broadcast. He's he's just so quick. He, he, he hits the corner. He gets to the rim just, just one step, in, and he's there. And um,
3: yeah, he's just a perfect fit for this it's team. It's part of the reason why when he does get past you, He's strong enough for you to, for, you know, he can't get knocked off his spot once he is like you try to recover. He, you know, if you are hitting him at all, he's able to finish and he's able to finish through contact and in traffic and unorthodox. And, you know, it's, it, he's a fun player, man. He's a fun player. A little disappointed. He didn't
2: have a dunk tonight. He had two huge dunks. In, in yeah. I mean, I think he's, yeah,
3: he, he's,
2: he's, being nice to the yeah, rim. He's filled that quota a couple times <laughs> in, in a big way. He'll have to, to show out maybe this weekend. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, we, we've kind of touched on everybody. Uh, looking at the the scoreboards, um, Baylor wins over Northern Colorado, Houston wins. If you want a, a team that, I like their talent top to bottom, it's probably Houston out of
3: anybody in the nation. Um, what we'll see yeah, as I, the season you, goes along. Think about this. The team that the Houston team that we played last year, didn't even have their two best players. And they're all back. Yeah, that's crazy. And that team was really, really good even without them. And now mm-hmm. Sasser comes back and Tremont Mack comes back, and it's, it's, man, they're they're ranked third. I I I actually think that if you were gonna have a preseason number one, I would have them over North Carolina, mm-hmm. and Houston. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Kelvin Sampson does a hell of a job down there. Yeah,
2: we just ignore that that time that he spent in Bloomington, and, yeah. and, and all can be forgotten. So he's yeah, got the ethics. Th- I don't know, but the <laughs> coaching. He's a good he, coach. Yeah, X's and O's. He, he's got it down. Um, it, we might have mentioned it. TCU falls. They, they had a couple close calls to begin the year, so mm. that's another one. You, you can't base what they did in last March off what they are this year. They seem to be struggling. Um, Big Ten, uh, a couple of games in the Gavick games doesn't look like Minnesota's got it going quite yet. They fall to DePaul, although DePaul might be on the up and up. I don't know all that much. Sixty
3: nine fifty three. Yeah, and I don't know if I don't. I can't confirm if Jamison Battle played tonight from mm. Minnesota, but I, I do think it's weird. Minnesota's a weird team because they have some talent. They got Jamison Battle, they got Dawson Garcia, they got Talon Cooper, who's a transfer from Moorhead State that has been really solid this year. And I don't know that for whatever reason, I mean, think about Marcus Carr, Daniel Oturu. like these guys that they've had, they just. They just can't seem to ever really put it together. Can't get over the hump at all. And
2: Penn State remains undefeated on the early season. 68-62 win over Butler. So, still waiting for the big games. It really picks up coming up on Saturday. I guess Michigan State gets another big game. They'll play
3: Kentucky tomorrow. They look good, man. They look good. I know it was on a aircraft carrier, <laughs> but you know at least outside, Michigan State looked like they they're going to compete mm-hmm. in this league, and that's they they were one of my four locks 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 to to make the NCAA tournament this year out of the Big Ten, um, and they they played the part. I mean that's evidently from what I hear, Izzo likes coaching those guys, which is great <laughs> when your coach <laughs> likes coaching you. Um, and they got some they got some tough guys, man. I I'm interested to see kind of how they finish out this non conference slate and it's always it's always weird now that you get these two big 10 games just like in the middle before, of before of the season really got going yeah yeah I, I don't know i don't know it was different cuz that when i was here i don't think i don't think they started doing that when, until when, a they years the years 20, after. when they went to the 20 when they went right, to the 20 which but, i think was 15 16 something like that yeah that sounds right so yeah so I don't like think we it, had our opener i remember like it was like new year's eve usually it's yeah like, right like new, new year's eve anywhere, against anywhere, yeah.
2: like indiana in 2013 2014 <laughs> Uh, so, so Michigan State, they always get the, the tough tests early on. Uh, Purdue will play Marquette tomorrow. Um, I don't know how much mm-hmm. Marquette still got. I know they lost Lewis uh, to the draft. So games are picking up. We will uh, take a final break here and do a, a brief look ahead as we're all excited for this uh, Las Vegas MTE UCLA on the horizon.
5: I mean, just moving the ball around, uh, you know, uh, our flow on of offense has kind
1: of been shaking a little bit, so, um, just making the extra pass, playing point five basketball, and, uh, I mean, really just emphasize on defense, uh, yeah. you know, defense is going to be our biggest thing because, I mean, we're not, we're not too tall, you know, we don't have any, like, big shot blockers,
4: so, you know, uh, defense is our biggest thing right yeah. now.
2: Here's Dane Danger after the game talking about some things that they were keying on and some things that they'll probably continue to key on the rest of the year as the big fella goes for 15 and 4. Not a double double here tonight. I think he had a couple of blocks in there as well again. Yeah, two blocks. So he's averaging over a, a pair of blocks per game here on the early season. The Illini move to 3 and 0 and they head to Las Vegas. Wednesday afternoon to play Friday night against UCLA. We'll have the game day coverage here starting at 630. I should have looked at this, but something tells me There's a volleyball game, so we'll probably have pregame over on WHMS Light Rock 97.5. Then after volleyball, we'll join up here on DWS for the whole shebang. Then we'll be back after the game for the Fasters, et cetera, postgame show, real late night edition. It'll still be Friday out in Vegas, but here we'll be into the wee hours of Saturday morning and we'll be getting ready for Michigan football as well, but... This is quite the matchup. I'm excited to see. I, I know people don't like the connotations around betting, but i like to see what the line is going to look like for Friday, where Vegas sees these two teams because just just from, from the outside, I see them as it's going to be a ball game on Friday night. I'll put it at that. Do you want, do
3: you want my take yeah. on the spread? Yeah. UCLA, four and a half. This sounds about right. Yeah. That's what what I figure.
2: Put it on the neutral court. You know they play at Illinois, yeah. UCLA. I, probably a slight
3: favorite. Yeah, I just I, I just would be really surprised if that crept over seven. Yeah, you that, know it was pretty big. Maybe maybe it will. I don't know. I just or at least my mic spread. Right, is, right. Is you know these are are UCLA super scientific. Four and a half. Yeah, yeah. But and that's that's not the science,
2: insurmountable. Yeah. Whatsoever, and no. as we we dig into the scout, like you said, they got they got Tyler Campbell, who who is a he's a college really point, point guard back. who's really been around. He's won some games. He was highly recruited. I think he was committed to DePaul at one time. He was and eventually made it out to to UCLA. He's been doing it. Uh, Jaime Jaquez, another guy who's been in college for like ten years. Ever and he can get it done I think they got like a top 20 recruit mm-hmm.
3: as well Corey Bailey who plays on the wing yep. so he's gonna be a handful the the guard it's actually funny he's a lefty it's he's like he's like a mini Taryn shannon in a way which is which is funny so i because I think they may actually be matched up in some situations so i I, I like it because I think they do match up with ucla pretty well mm-hmm and I say that there's going to be a lot of games this year where Illinois you feel like they match up well with the physically team. yeah because last year you're playing the game of like oh God, we got to like put Demonte on this four and this guy's you know he's 6-8 and 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 Demonte did a hell of a job but it's not ideal mm-hmm. right like you don't have to get you don't want to have to give up 5 6 inches and uh and then you know when Bello came back it was just it was such a roller coaster and uh, but he was he was good defensively towards the end it's just you know when you put Bellow and Plummer and Trent on the floor at the same bunch time, bunch of six foot tall it's just guys. Hard. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's hard, and you really, really gotta be. You know, it makes you. You gotta be perfect offensively. At that point, I mean, those guys played their butts off defensively, but there's just a small margin for error. <laughs> yeah, Illinois. Way better on the offensive
2: side tonight, still pretty good on the defensive side, but 103 points, first time over the century mark, forced 24 field goals, and they are 3-0. and That's going to do it for the Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Not a bad game, not a bad start to the season. It really picks up this weekend between basketball and football, so I'm ready for it. Let's go. I'm excited. Right. We will talk to you again, well, I guess tomorrow on Sports Talk, but... Uh, keep tabs on that and we'll be back for game day coverage starting on friday thank you to everybody listening all the callers all the texters even people on the podcast as well we'll do it again soon good night
0: The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1493.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 975 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.